0: In today's fast-moving world with its fast-moving lifestyles, you owe your body all the nourishment, energy and sensational pleasure it deserves. Vimuville, state of the art in health and leisure centres. Vimuville will provide your whole family with health and leisure programmes that will turn your annual holiday into an unforgettable revitalisation of your well-being. Come and find out what it's all about at Vermiville. Oh. that is mm-hmm. no The now try nasty things, Now let the just Fuck stuff. back to another episode of the bad taste video podcast i am mike and i am grizz and we are back this week without anthony unfortunately but uh he will be back next week um and this week we watched a fucking crazy movie a crazy fucking osploitation uh body melt movie wait and wait what was that called? word you just
1: used exploitation. Oh dude, that's a new one for me. I don't know that. You never I heard like, that? I like, like that.
0: Yeah, like uh like mad like Mad Max, like the original Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, I get it. I
1: like it. That's...
0: You ever see you ever see Razorback?
1: Oh yeah, dude. That's totally an exploitation <laughs> movie. I get it now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, you, so you would really like
1: never heard of that? I, I never heard that fucking term, dude. You're, you're educating me in like the moment.
0: So like, would you dude, consider that games? movie
1: like Wolf Creek? Even though it's a newer like, yeah, newer, that's an exploitation yeah. movie, right?
0: Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I like uh, it. See. <laughs> so as uh, you were but, saying, sorry, I got excited uh the movie actually is called Body melt <laughs> uh, a 1994 Australian film uh that apparently we didn't get for a very long time <laughs> It was only available on VHS here and apparently it made some sort of theatrical release this no last year 2019 at the end of the month of yeah, December. This, see my Prism man, that tape, was hard to get out.
1: My Prism release tape says nineteen ninety three. But it says the artwork and design is nineteen ninety four, so I assume the, the packaging was and the tape was put out in ninety-four.
0: <clears throat> but, but yeah they said they, they finished post production in nineteen ninety three. But I don't ever remember so, seeing this
1: movie on my shelves when I went to go hell pick the no, tapes when I was going to I rent wish stuff. I did. I definitely don't remember this, this is, cover.
0: This is, like, the epitome of, like, 1990, like, the mid-90s fucking, like, techno music and shit, yeah, right? And like, d- the whole movie is just yeah, filled speed
1: with... Speed, fucking <laughs> techno, just, yeah, it's, this movie is awesome. Body horror. <clears throat> yeah, steroids. body horror for sure. That's definitely uh, the, uh, the genre this would fall rollerblading. under. Rollerblading. That's great. So like you were saying, uh, this was actually filmed in uh, October and November of 1992. And the entire film was uh, took place in a matter of 30 days. They filmed this in, which is pretty impressive uh, to wrap as good as a film. This is in 30 days. Um, it was filmed in Melbourne and Hopper's Crossing. And the actual uh, main focal point of the movie is a uh, little, like, uh, what is it? A cul de sac, they call that, right? And yeah, that's uh, yeah. Myers Court. Is that, the, uh, is that the name of it, I believe? So, those yep. are the main and locations looks, that you get here.
0: It looks exactly like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm fairly certain it hasn't changed that much. You said you actually um, seen someone who recently took pictures at that uh, cul de sac, yeah, right? I, I can't remember who it was please get in contact with me, whoever oh, it was. But they I told me the like, "That's great." yeah, they said like, oh, like, yeah, I actually went and like looked at it. And I saw it. So if I can, if I can figure that out and if he can uh, get back at me, I'll, we'll uh, post those up or something. Cause I'm really, I'm really curious. Also, I'm going to do my movie, best man. to not Jeez. like
1: say any stupid fucking Australian, like, you know, cliches or anything as, as bad as I want to say them. I'm going to, I'm gonna refrain. So,
0: like what? Like you what? know the, the whole don't, the don't,
1: you fucking did it, dude? All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. So this is a cool. So uh, had to break the ice. You did. You did. So uh, I, I took the time here and I looked up some different uh, different names that this movie would have been released uh, all over the world under, and I thought this was pretty cool because you get an idea of. Uh, the, same, the name kind of rings at the same bell in different languages and stuff. So, in, for instance, in Russia, this movie would have been called Molten Body, which I think that is an uh, equally <laughs> as cool name. I love Molten Body. <laughs> uh, in Mexico, it would have been referred to as Faded Bodies. Uh, the French-Canadian release was Bloody Massacres, which was like the most far off from the original title that I thought. And then uh, France, you kind of get a... a, a, a a little bit of both of my favorite melt movies together: Street Trash and Body Melt, and they just called it Body Trash. So,
0: yeah, that's fucking awesome. I that like rules. that name. Yeah, that's a cool name for it. Body Trash. <laughs> that, that fucking rule, That rules fucking hard. Yeah, I'm gonna have my next band be called Body Trash. So that's, that's that is great. a good fucking yeah. band name. God damn, don't we dude. fucking
1: take that, motherfuckers? All right, that's so, our band name. That's yeah, that's yeah it. we got that. Yeah, we, we trademarked. Still
0: are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you were saying, I never, I never saw this on the shelves as a kid no the cover is something that like would have drawn me to it for sure uh it's got like a what would you say this is like it's kind of abstracty
1: but it's definitely yeah it's like a face face. and
0: and like water looking thing i don't know i don't know but it's yeah, it's crazy looking. <laughs>
1: it would have, it would but, uh, have, like, you know, it would have stuck in my head, and I would have remembered this, and it's would have something that I would have grabbed off the shelves for sure. I had a lot of friends, 100%. you know, older friends that were super into like underground shit. Like I said, I had seen Burning Moon when I was younger. And this is something that they didn't, you know, ever introduce me to either. So I feel like this had to have been a little bit more on the obscure side.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I never heard of this until uh, pretty recently. And this is something like if I saw this when I was younger, I would have been totally into it with the music and all the crazy like effects in it. It's really something else. Special effects Uh,
1: are are absolutely incredible in this movie. I really like them. Especially considering the... uh, what the budget was what like 1.65 million for this uh, movie? Australian
0: dollars so, so that would have been like 1.1 million American
1: still I mean US dollars one, yeah 1.1 uh, million that's that's a, a good budget for a film the cool thing I thought about that budget though is that uh, Philip Brophy the, the director of this movie actually got the uh, Australian like film commission to put the movie up to get to be made or put the money up for the movie to be made so it was not out of pocket at him at all for any of this that's (laughs) awesome yeah and the whole time they were questioning like what you know what kind of movie is this is you know he's like oh you know it's a it's kind of like a a commentary on fitness and like you know modern society he didn't want to use the term horror film at all but eventually after they read the, the the script and shit they realized hey this is this is a fucking horror film so he got away with it. Yeah this is it?
0: something really fucked up.
1: <laughs> and it's cool because I guess a lot of the actors in it are big name uh, as far yeah. as you know Australian actors go you wouldn't really recognize them too much here but I mean and a lot of them they signed on just because they read the script and they were like holy shit this is something completely different than I've ever done before. Yeah like this and, is
0: this is a fucking insane fucking movie like I, it's, it's so different than everything else like I wanted to be a part of it um did we also wait did we mention that philip brophy also did the music oh yeah he
1: <laughs> it's a kind of big part of his life is is playing music so i mean he did all the sound design and music on this film which is a pretty but, uh well, pretty big undertaking
0: it said that he did the music with maria Kazik, and it's i guess under the name the mk sound yeah. I wonder if that's like did they have like a group or something? I tried looking it, it up like, and
1: I, I couldn't find anything on that particular you know, that, that dude, name of that group or whatever. He did have a big band he, that was what was it? Tisk 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 was like the his big popular band that he had before.
0: Dude, he looked like a band guy. <laughs> oh, dude. It looks like a
1: total fucking like, you know, just I don't know, kind of like
0: like a speed
1: freak to be honest with you. <laughs> I dig him, man. He looks like a badass. He looks like a punk rock um, kid
0: from the 90s. He he like was saying that he wanted to make a movie About, what, like, the suburban life, right? But on drugs. Well, yeah, because he 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 just
1: kept seeing all those people in suburbia who were, like, almost drug addict-like about their fitness and stuff like that. So I guess that was a big inspiration for
0: him. Like, trying to live the perfect life and all that shit. Yeah. this movie's fucking wild. I I really wish this would have been more, uh, you know, well-known when we were younger. I think something that's...
1: It's good to know about this movie going into it, which will help you digest the plot as it unfolds a little bit, is that it was written to be an anthology. It got changed a little bit. It's actually like four stories that they then turned into this one main story of body melt, which I think they did pretty ingeniously. And you do get a little bit of each. You know, you you, you can see the four stories unfold as we'll get into with the plot.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is. And you know what? They do a good job of like intertwining everything, but it's not like forcing it down your throat, you know what I mean? No, it's, it's cool. It's it's I like loosely it.
1: intertwined, but it all it, it all connects to this, you know, this main vein of a story that's happening. So I, I dig that. It was written by like I said Philip Brophy and his buddy Rod Bishop. They were the main writers of the movie. And uh, I think that's uh we got a pretty good coverage of the actual movie itself. If, do you have any information on Philip
0: Brophy? I he it didn't look like he did. Uh, he didn't do very much. I saw he did something in like 2012, but other than that, I guess like I said,
1: he had that band Tisk Tisk Tisk, and that was like in the 70s. They were kind of big, very experimental. Not even so much a band, but it was just like avant-garde theater, video, noise. Just you know drug addicts kind of shit like over the top but i guess that kind of dissolved out in the 80s and that's when he started getting into movies he did one movie before this in 88 uh which he actually got this movie funded as well by the film commission believe it or not by the name of it and the name of that film was salt saliva sperm sweat so I I am very intrigued to uh, to see what that movie is all about, and then this was basically heard of that. this was his last uh, you know big you know full length was ninety three which was the body melt um he did like you said a couple short films in 2014 he did some other stuff in 2012 but he's like an artist he writes fucking books man he's he does everything he's he still does music he still does sound design he does reviews so i mean he's he's all about the australian art scene and shit like that that's awesome yeah. that's cool fuck fucking
0: art kids, <laughs> hell yeah <man>. yeah <laughs> all right so uh why don't we hit the trailer and we'll get into the movie Welcome to Terra's new dead end. The first phase is hallucinogenic. The second phase is
1: glandular. The third
0: phase is... Body mount. He was one healthy dude. <laughs> Unnaturally healthy. Now, I'm talking new drugs here, right? I'm talking 90s, man. Cognition enhancers. Designed to take your mind into new, intra-phenomenological dimensions. In Sleepy Pebbles' court, something deadly is happening. Oh, that feels Target number one. One by one. Both family. They're dying. And ah. the rock Be prepared. Ah. Cheryl and are pregnancy. Because nothing can prepare you for the horror. <laughs> Up until their birth, babies are the ultimate parasite. The madness. Something is wrong. The fury. Ah. What is this? A new age of human potential has dawned. <laughs> body mouth. Pray they don't visit your street. Got you any good drugs lately? Okay. Uh epic trailer. P- that's quite the trailer. Yeah, Jesus Christ. High energy, man. Yeah. High energy. Damn. That
1: would have made me want to <laughs> see, see it. Yeah, <laughs> <more laughs> <the box> <laughs> <So. laughs>
0: that fucking song Just driving, but, dude. Yeah, I got it right here for you. Dude, this shit's awesome. I would have, I would have been going to fucking uh, like the meatpacking uh, district <laughs> to go see these guys in like a warehouse somewhere. Hell yeah! The this is like this reminds district. me of like middle school. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to give a little synopsis of this film, a, an abbreviated synopsis at least?
1: Yeah. So basically, this whole film revolves around these four addresses in Peebles court and the thing that's special about these four different court or pebbles court. Sorry. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: I'm horrible with pronunciation. Obviously you can tell from the past few weeks. Anyways, pebbles court (laughs) and, uh, they are being experimented on, uh, unknowingly by them, by this company who is now trying to, uh, push out their new vitamins called Vimuvil and, (laughs) Basically, what uh, this company is doing is pushing this uh, vitamin on to the market as fast as possible without the proper testing. And what they don't realize is this vitamin will make you melt. So this <laughs> this, uh, this movie basically unfolds from there, and we kind of get a little bit of each of these. Four residences' stories unfolding as they all kind of intertwine together, with uh, the classic detective, you know, one step behind the whole way kind of thing. So it's a it's a fun it's a fun ride. That was a mouthful. <laughs>
0: right, so, that t- probably too much. So we'll get into it. You know, it's really hard to do to write like a byline for a movie, like something like I tried to do it a couple times, like try to sum up the whole movie in like two sentences.
1: And there's no way like okay Uh, company makes vitamin people melt like that would be fucking. (laughs) i don't know what else you would have to say
0: an evil doctor and his (laughs) wait an evil doctor and his assistant are trying to push a deadly vitamin onto the market yeah i I can't think i don't know see how do you tie
1: in there's Uh, so much to tie in this story is so very complex you, you know I got two. I got two. Body excited. melt. Body melt. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: so let's get into this
0: actual plot as we get into this movie here a little bit. So, right off the bat, like you see, like this movie's going to be fucking nuts, right? You just get that feeling. It's like the lighting. I'd say the, the lighting music is playing. Yeah. Um, th- there's two people like naked. One looks like. uh fucking what's his name jeff goldblum <laughs> right laying like there like from the fly he does look like and, Jeff Goldblum uh, from the fly dude. you have this other naked woman like shooting him up with uh the herbert west reanimator uh serum very much right like the dude, reagent it's so a and, reagent uh, rip it's great and what's really cool about it is like when she injects him with it like you see his veins like pulsating like it it's like growing almost it's fucking cool the effects are great in this right off the bat it looks good but you see that like she gave him like three big ass fucking needles of this shit
1: obviously too much of anything that you should be uh, injecting into yourself that's for sure
0: oh for sure man you could tell like they're trying to get rid of this guy what i what i get from uh, the
1: first the first scene here instantly when i when i first watched this movie i was like Okay, this is going to be unlike any fucking movie I've ever watched already, just from the tone, the lighting, the sound. It was it's just completely different than I think an American made movie, I I would guess I would say. I don't know if. Yeah, it's like typical. It's super high energy. Yeah, it it just gives you this vibe that, all right, this is something different, which gets you really excited for this film.
0: So uh, after she injects this guy full of this shit, uh, she calls somebody. uh, It's actually Dr. Carrera, our like uh, budget uh, Donald Pleasance looking guy. Uh, (laughs) Hey, He's a respected uh, actor in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, she's this is her speaking to him. I fixed Ryan. He won't get far. I gave him a little going-away present as i suspected all along a learned chemist developed a moral conscience expressing certain reservations about our unethical experiments in holmesville <laughs> poor ryan He's probably accessing the files right now on a mission to save the guinea pigs in Pebbles Court. So this is where we see that there's already like some sort of like nefarious plot against these people in this uh, suburban cul-de-sac Pebbles Court. And uh, we actually see like this like crude animation right of the court and it shows the families inside and what they're going to do to them and all this shit. But uh, it's like you're playing fucking Oregon Trail and like that was the graphics, yeah, 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 on the computer, yeah, like it's on an Apple II, they animated it. Um, Uh, so this was, uh, this was a drug that was injected into this guy, uh, E, what is it, E59? E59, and he's basically trying to get out of this place to
1: warn the people of Pebbles Court that, uh, you know you shouldn't be taking this vitamin he knows what's going on and his whole plot is to to warn these people and obviously her whole plot is to say hey we're gonna fucking stop this guy
0: yeah so we see this uh little animation and each thing has a way that they're gonna like get the people so it shows like the noble family and it's his videotape hell yeah Hey, I like
1: that. Yeah. The little faces um, too. So good.
0: <laughs> it has um like the Rand family and it says positive pregnancy. Sal and Gino's on there and it says sperm donation and then Paul Matthews vitamin intake. And we, this is where we first see Paul, who looks like a discount Ray Liotta, and he's taking some sort of, like, vitamin. Oh, my God. He uh, is
1: a discount Ray Liotta, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Good, you're killing it with uh, today.
0: I don't think that's the Vemuville powder yet, though. I think that just shows that, like, he takes this shit like he's a fucking idiot.
1: Right. I think that's like, gives it away because it's a, an orange-colored liquid that he's drinking in the beginning. And then we've already seen that the, it's that uh, reanimator green that is the Vemuville
0: And then we see Ryan, the guy that was injected with that shit. He's burning his Vemuville like pass card, like his his employee ID card, and he gets in his car, and I guess he's going to Holmesville to go to Pebbles Court. And this is like pretty cool. Like you see the ID melt, and you see his picture like melt like this is like foreshadowing yeah, what's that gonna happen to him right i
1: didn't think of that before that does foreshadow yeah that's yeah
0: cool. hey <laughs> I mean, come on man the movie's body melt dude that's like <laughs> an english fucking term i like that yeah. so yeah. um we see sal and gino to like their stereotypical Australian Italians, right? <laughs> yeah, like my, over my the top, like yeah, <laughs> our people. Yeah, our people, baby. Um, and they're like talking about, I guess Sal's talking about a girl he was with or whatever, and Paul like is, I guess, busting his, uh, busting his balls, and Sal comes back with this. Excuse me, excuse me. Oh, as you fucking know Paulie. Mr. 30-something? The serious, mate. Let me tell you a great joke. Elton John. <laughs> what? Like like in the 90s? Was that a funny joke? Yeah, dude. That's, like, is that, a, that was fire, baby. <laughs> so next we meet um, one of the Noble family members. Uh, this is Thompson Noble, right? In like this spandex suit. Yeah, he's the head and of the family. He looks, yeah, he looks like fucking what's his name from Pete and Pete. Uh, Artie, right? The strongest man in the world. Was that his name? Dude, yeah, that was his name. Yeah, with, <laughs> yeah that's oh who he looks my, like. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so,
1: uh... I love the you outfit he's like, wearing. He's jogging yeah, up in like a fucking yeah. Speedo one piece.
0: So, next we get one of my favorite scenes... Uh, Ryan is at like a gas station And he goes inside And he asks the Guy behind the counter Like the guy's like can I help you And he goes Dieto-jet. He like holds his throat And he goes back he to he looks th- like, where, like the shit. dish. Yeah he's like sweating He's all fucked up looking And he goes back where the dish soap is And he opens this bottle And and just starts chugging down this fucking dish soap. It's disgusting. It's so awesome. And the uh, the guy and behind uh, the
1: counter thinks he's like a speed freak and shit, and he starts like making yeah. Comments it's like about why him. do you
0: go to sleep or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fucking drug the guy behind the counter calls the cops on him, but Ryan's flying down the highway, so the cops are going to pick him up anyway. He passes like a patrol car or whatever and uh he's like ripping through this fucking neighborhood and um as he's like driving there's something inside of him you get these like inside his body point of view shots like moving with this noise sped up and yeah and he's starting to literally fall apart at the wheel Right, like his throat starts to open, and he's starting to become more erratic. Oh, the throat wounds and are
1: great. They look like these huge gills just, like, opening up on the front of his neck, and they're, like, breathing and pulsating as he's
0: trying to get there. It's, it's fucking graphic. He, uh, he pulls out, like, a little recorder, and he says the first phase is hallucinogenic, the second phase is glandular, and the third phase... And he dies. Well, he doesn't die, but he like, yeah. <laughs> he like screams. And he crashes into this van and he flies through the front window. And it, oh my God. He's like laying there on the ground and these tendrils are coming out of his throat. Like into, his, into mouth. his mouth. Oh, it's great. Oh Yeah, it's, it's gnarly looking. A cool thing and about when that
1: is... Oh, for a second here. The cool thing about that is that the guy that they had play that, that part who looks like the Jeff Goldblum or whatever, he's like a stunt man. So he would just agree yeah. to actually like act for that role because he's like, I can actually do these things and it would look way more authentic if I was just the person doing it. So props for him for like, dude, he actually plays yeah, and no, that's acts awesome. Like really good. And to do that stunt where he actually flied through that windshield, that, that's cool as hell. So
0: yeah so when the cops finally roll up to the scene like all the tendrils go back in his body so he just looks like he got torn up by the windshield um but right after this we see Paul taking the vemuville vitamin in his water so he is target number one they said he is taking and yeah yeah and he starts getting affected by it pretty much immediately right um, so these two cops that we have, it's what Detective Phillips and Jono. Yep. I believe are their names. There's so many people in this. I'm surprised we know the names. So Seriously. detective. Again, we I watched say, the movie
1: a million times. Yeah, it's true. De- detective Phillips. I love, I love his character. I love his acting. He makes this movie for me. He's not like on screen the whole fucking movie or anything, but he adds such a legitimacy to this. His name's uh, Gerard Kennedy. And I guess he's like a pretty big deal in Australia. And he fucking plays such a good cop. I, I love him in this role. So this is this is the first introduction that we get to this character as well. So
0: so we get an introduction to this detective and his partner. And this is also where we see Gino and Sal a little bit more. And they say they're going opal mining. I, I think yeah, they're right? all the cops. Going
1: for, uh, camping and opal mining or whatever.
0: Yeah, they, they for some reason, they can't tell them they're going to a health farm um for sperm
1: donations
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so uh as they're going through this crash uh detective phillips finds the tape recorder from before and he plays it he hears what um what he was saying in the car as he was pretty much being ripped apart from within (laughs) 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 that's uh the bad poetry, or i am what the fuck did he just say
1: it's it's too australian (laughs) for me i didn't get it yeah
0: so one one thing i had with this movie is like oh i maybe i'll put this part in and then i realized like fuck I have no idea what the hell he just said so maybe i'll keep it out uh i'll I'll point it out a little bit later and uh you're gonna laugh because i think you know what i'm talking about um (laughs) so paul is at the airport he has to go pick somebody up apparently who doesn't end up coming but Paul's at the airport, and he looks like shit, right? He's starting to look like he has the flu almost, and he's zoning out, and he starts to hallucinate. But when he hallucinates here, there's, like, a bright light that flashes, right? Like, it gets brighter in the room. It's pretty cool, and it's pretty funny because I think at one of the points, there's, like, a punk couple there, and they're, like, a fucking drug addict. Yeah, they 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 call him a drug 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 addict. addict, which I love, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Oh, too many drugs. Yeah, that's That's what what she says. Too many drugs. So Paul gets a phone call and he has to go back to the office. He just wasted his time. He looked pretty pissed and he looks pretty fucking sick. So Sal and Gino are in the car, right? This like fucking—they're ripping through the outback over here. Oh yeah, (laughs) headed to
1: the health farm to uh, to see all the ladies. uh, Yeah,
0: they're yep, they're talking about the health farm. Fucking hot, man! You better be right about this, Geno. Sarah, I'm not
1: bullshitting you. She said she's a fucking doctor. We're talking sperm donations,
0: sperm donations, to your country
1: air, <laughs> and a health farm packed with
0: women, and we get paid for it. Man, this is gonna be ace. <laughs> gonna and be ace. Hell yeah. Yeah, with the techno playing after. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right after this, we see uh we see Paul, aka Shitty Ray Liotta, in some sort of diner area or something. He's like drinking coffee and smoking a cigarette. He's having another flashback. Uh, He has this weird fucking hallucination, and I love what this fucking woman says. I think her name is Kate, right? Yeah, she's a kind of like a dead zombie-looking kind of bitch. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah she, like she the... looks like she's been beaten up and like all fucked up. But <laughs> here, this is what she has to say. Well, this is their conversation. Not a fag? Ah. I like the ambient noise. Bastard. <laughs> Mongrel. Fucking mongrel. mongrel. Last time you pull a shit act like that on me. Never been here before. At least it ain't raining. Piss
1: floors all the time
0: in Sydney. See, like, who is this woman? Yeah, this is not well explained, honestly. Because she, like, apparently, she says, like, fucking mongrel, like, the, you know, the next time you pull that act on me and it looks like she's been beaten up, right? And does he have a history or something? Is that what it's supposed to allude to because it was a divorce? I think that's what I took away from
1: it. But like I said, it's not really too well explained in the film. I may be in like its own short, story version it was a little more in depth but they had to cut a lot of it to to fit it into this but it's not too well uh explained that whole relationship we'll try to maybe maybe we can email him and ask him
0: you think you think he'll ask uh he'll answer an email if we shoot I, him tr-
1: one? I tried i've already sent him one
0: oh uh, really yeah and I've, nothing
1: I've, I've been waiting all week like a, a fucking 13 year old uh, girl waiting on a phone call so, Maybe next time. Maybe yeah. we'll get an update
0: for next for next episode. He's probably broken. busy. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> probably busy. He seems like he does a lot. Yeah, Maybe he. not yeah. No, nah, he seems like it. So. <laughs>
1: we'll give him benefit of the doubt.
0: Well, uh, we see Sal and Gino now pulling to this like fucking outback hillbilly looking area, and this is where we meet Pud. Right, <laughs> the whole Pud clan. <laughs> yeah yeah and all the kids all the mutant fucking kids should we go over the names quick of this uh the mutant family okay first of all let's describe pud he's like an older guy he's got this huge growth on his face right yeah yeah he's all fucked up looking now let's go through the kids so
1: we got slab she's like (laughs) that giant woman lady right that's who if i'm getting these people right
0: who has uh-huh. like this
1: monster jaw. She has like the she, she has a jaw that would make Jay Leno blush, man. It is so yeah, fucking yeah, big. like a huge underbite, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> she looks like a fucking like Frankenstein monster. She's wild looking. <clears throat> so so then we got uh, what is it? Bab. Is that the the weird kid? The one guy there who's like bald and he's got like a little tuft of hair in the front. Yeah. <laughs> Real fucking creepy looking. Uh, we got Pud, who we already described was the old man. There, uh, we got Mac, and which one is Mac? I get these two The confused. old woman. Mac is the, the old, old woman. woman. She's like kind of like the wife, yeah. if you would, of the whole clan. And then I yeah. like this name Bronto. Bronto is. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> is Bronto a female? Right. Is that what you took away from no. that? Bronto's another no. kid. Is another dude.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very ambiguous. I don't know. It's like a very, it's like a uh, Pat character, you know, from
0: fucking SNL. So, Pud offers to fix their windscreen, aka their windshield. <laughs> and uh, they take him up on the offer. So, and they gotta kill some time. Yeah, this is where we meet the kids a little bit more, right? They, uh, they're kind of asking what they want for lunch or something. She's like, breakfast, lunch. <laughs> Coffee no, it was it breakfast? Shit. Coffee, toast, toast. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, that's such <laughs> but a. But, but she makes like a fucked up face at uh, at Gino, but like smiles at yeah, Sal. Yeah, she's she's and, getting uh, it in the eyes. Yeah, she's into him, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we see Paul at work now, and he's all fucked up. Right? Like, he's super sick looking. He has the... It looks like he has the flu. And whoever... He, that woman's like, oh, why don't you go home? Like, I'll cover for you. Like, you look like shit, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess these vitamins are starting to kick in. He's really starting to break down, right? Yeah, just eat I feel away bad for Paul, man. But you I see, guess we don't like know his real one. backstory.
1: Yeah, I guess, like, like I said, maybe he did something to that lady, so he's a piece of shit, and we're feeling bad for him for no reason. He deserves to melt. So I'm gonna go well, with that.
0: Because Detective Phillips, like kinda they're always they're like immediately suspicious of him. Yeah, they so were. there has to be some sort of backstory. That's a good point. Um yeah, who the fuck I'm knows, digging man? Digging in, man. So uh <laughs> so he goes home, Paul goes home to his imaginary girlfriend or whatever, ex-wife, who knows who the ghost woman. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love what she says. This place looks like shit. <laughs> and Dude. like he's like talking to her like oh like I wanted to get a flat but uh you know my ex wife left me with the house or some shit like that but uh she just kind of disappears right like she just like shh, into nothingness Fizz. and he like I think he realizes now like he's fucking losing it like something is fucking yeah, wrong with
1: hallucinations him. are starting to get heavy and more frequent
0: than they were before I just this whole movie is is crazy. Everything is just it's it's really well done. I like the little side stories. I like the the side side stories. And, and I love that the tempo of the movie is like up a notch. It's like
1: it's quick moving and it it fucking it it feels like a techno song when you're watching it, man. It's 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 it's, it's different than anything I watched before. So
0: yeah. Uh, later that night. Paul has a dream, and Kate looks normal, right? She looks like a beautiful woman now. And she's reaching into his ribs, and he wakes up. And we'll see a little bit more about that later. That's some weird shit. Some weird symbolism. Yeah, it really is. That's heavy. I just got that whole... uh, We'll go there. Yeah, it's heavy. So, we see Pud talking to Gino, and... This is a pretty interesting conversation because we realize something's something's not uh you know something's not right. Not all is as it seems. Smell that air, right? Eh? Yeah, great.
1: I guess this is that clean country air we all hear about.
0: Yeah, well, everything in the country ain't always that fresh. Oh, <laughs> where you from, son? Melbourne. Whereabouts? Holmesville. (laughs) Holmesville. So this is. Not much more than a dead end housing estate. This is where PUD realizes that they're test subjects of the Venueville people, right? Of Dr. Carrera? Yep. Italians, mate. You know, I like this. Spermatosa il grosso. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: many kids?
0: Yeah. Italians. <laughs> That's such a weird interaction, but it shows a lot, right? It's very it's subtle, but it shows a lot. And this will kind of bring the movie to its climax later on, right? Yeah, this really this, a, whole, a big,
1: this whole this whole Pud backstory really plays pretty heavily into this whole movie. So,
0: after this we see the two mutant kids kill a kangaroo. Dude, this right? is
1: one of my favorite fucking scenes, He, man. like,
0: yells. He does this weird scream, and the kangaroo, like, looks up and looks at him. And it's so far out in the distance, and he throws a rock, and it hits the kangaroo in the head, right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so then Bab runs so, up to it, and she starts cutting into it, and pulls out the fucking still-beating adrenal gland from the kangaroo, mm-hmm. and splits it with, uh, with Bronto, and the other two, Gino and Sal, I look at them like, "Holy shit, dude! You guys are crazy." <laughs>
0: I think they call it "crazy worm." Yeah, oh, the <laughs> crazy worm. Yeah, that's what it was,
1: dude. Oh my god, I love it. It's so, so badass. So
0: later on, uh, you know, we'll talk about that later. Later on, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil that yet. <laughs> so uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah, Sal, and the uh, freak daughter. What's her name? Uh, uh the uh, Bab.
1: Bab. Yeah. Oh no, slab! What's, what's slab that? is the slab. Yeah, slab.
0: So Sal and Slab go uh, out back, right, to yeah. go mess around, yeah, and he, he thinks she's just looking to to bang, yeah, have a good time. <laughs> he's 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 dead wrong, literally. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even mean to, I didn't even mean to say that. Didn't. But, yeah, uh, but she,
1: he, he lure or she she lures him into this like creepy little barn and. They're fucking making out, and what does she ask? Something like, uh, do you want a love bite? I think that's what yeah. she says, and he's like, oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and, you know, puts his neck out thinking he's going to get a hickey or some shit, but we we realized right after that that is not what he's
0: going to be getting. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, we see inside their house, and they have that Gene Simmons kiss mask. That's pretty cool. But uh, we see a picture that has Pud and Dr. Carrera together right in like uniforms it looks and, like a much
1: older photo looks like they're a little bit younger in the photo
0: yep yeah, uh pud looks normal he doesn't have the thing on his face and this is where uh we see gino asking about that and he says something about germ warfare right uh he worked in some sort of chemical factory
1: yeah for the army and, or the military
0: and this is where we see Sal has now gotten his neck like pretty much bitten into, and a giant pole shoved through his dick. <laughs> not good. Yeah. Did Dude, you expect that? Not I, at all. I did not. The first time I watched this, and I
1: and I love <laughs> that they show the giant like fucking lady like with the pole just slamming it into his crotch. Like they don't cut. they yeah. Show that shit. It's so funny.
0: So I, I felt Gino. For him. Gino's walking through the house and he's like watching the porn that's playing on the TV, but there's this old fat woman sitting in a recliner, she's just
1: covered in like fucking nasty dirt and
0: shit, cobwebs, sweat, gross, and just watching VHS porn. There it is, man. It's my future. no no we won't let you we won't let you get yeah, that I, it, bad. I need you
1: guys to help me
0: so. yeah no you'll just be watching fucking eric stanzi movies i'm okay with it <laughs> on repeat savage harvest That's congratulations right. thank you You've thank joined you. the club
1: I'm, I'm a proud member now so but yeah he so, almost like sits on this uh this disgusting lady in like once I he realizes. he does yeah he like he sits down on her and like realize he's sitting on her and he fucking loses it
0: and just bolts yeah, out of like, the house disgusted
1: <laughs> right so, so.
0: Pudd and, and the kids realize now like fuck we got to kill gino too uh and they go looking for him and i thought this was pretty funny that he he jumps in that truck and he starts driving but the truck only drives in a circle there's no it, fucking uh, it, steering. It's lo- Yeah, yeah, it's locked <laughs> in. I thought that was so funny. That was very clever. Um and he's like, "Yeah, ain't getting anywhere in my truck <laughs> or my car. Yeah, it spins the fucking steering wheel around. <laughs> so the detectives go to the Vemuville facility to speak to I guess you call it it's Sean, right? Yeah. S H A A N Sean. Sean, like Sean but Sean. Maybe Shan? Sean. I don't know. I'm going to say Sean. I you, like Sean. You're the pronunciation
1: person here. I've already fucked up two <laughs> things in the past two weeks. <laughs> we'll go with Sean. And that's fine. And she
0: <laughs> denies knowing Ryan. But they found the Vemuville pill container at the scene of the crash. So they know something's fucking this wrong. There's a connection. Yeah. So now this is one of my favorite parts. Detect. The detectives go and speak to Willie the coroner. And the medical examiner has some, uh, quote, some, some interesting things to say about Ryan's body. <laughs> so what are we here for, Willie? Well, the cell walls of his stomach have been eaten away by something corrosive. Enzymes, probably. But they're not like anything I've ever seen before. Maybe he was into new drugs. You know, strictly experimental stuff. Now, it could be a hybrid from any of those crazy psychopharmaceuticals like Pemelin, Euphoria, Dina, Vasopressin, or maybe he was just sniffing texture. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they really don't know what the fuck happened to him. They're pretty, they're pretty speechless right now. And we get a uh, hashtag corpse here.
1: Uh, yeah
0: totally I like that little I like that little addition
1: I gotta say Um, that Willie is like the Australian fucking equivalent to uh, Clint Howard he like is totally (laughs) that character he's out there
0: yeah Uh, he's yeah like he's he's like a hippie right he keeps talking about the drugs wearing tie-dyed
1: shirts and shit yeah I'm
0: talking about mind enhancers man (laughs) he's a
1: fucking coroner I loved him he was awesome
0: and I, man see I love characters like that because it's so unbelievable yeah (laughs) like there's no way that this is your like medical examiner
1: it adds a good just- comic relief to uh, to the movie, I think. Not that it needs it, but I think it's it's a fun play. So it's a good good cast.
0: So this is where we see Paul have another hallucination of the woman taking ribs out of people, right? And uh, he's looking in the mailbox, almost like a, an eraser head type scene, right? Like him looking into the radiator. Yeah, and very much. And he sees... She's got like one of those... Um, like a leather pouch or whatever and it's filled with ribs right uh what the fuck does this shit mean man so i kind of
1: took it as like i don't know is it is it like a biblical reference like the whole I you have know, no idea.
0: because like there's been the, many know, others like you and all, there's many others like me or whatever. Jeez. yeah it, it's too deep for us if
1: there's some kind of symbolism it's way over my head i'll tell you that much i just like this you well, know the gore that comes with all these fucking hallucinations and stuff so that's what i got
0: into <laughs> well in better news the nobles get a vemuville vhs tape. Mm. hell yeah nice clamshell dude i want one <laughs> um and this is what it said on the uh that little computer animation, right? It's a videotape. Yep. So they're going to try to lure them to go to the Vemuville facility and it works. This little family they, vacation. Give yeah, yeah, they give in. So the health, farm. Cheryl Rands. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl Rands. Rands is having <laughs> some minor pregnancy complications. I guess you could say, right? Yeah. Uh, she looks very uncomfortable. And she's starting to have weird dreams, right? But Brian's like, "No, it's just the pregnancy. Like you're yeah. fine. It's just you know you're okay. Pregnant ladies fine. have bad
1: dreams. Shit happens.
0: So, the cops question Cheryl, and she mentions that they just moved there two weeks ago. And I think they, I think the word she used, is, uh, used did. <laughs> I think the word she used was shifted We shifted here two weeks ago Yes So is that how they say moved in Australia? That's how I'm going to say it for I can't now speak, man Jesus I just <laughs>
1: shifted to the neighborhood I like it Yeah,
0: I just shifted here yeah. So we also see that Dr. Carrera is her doctor bam, bam, bam. Yeah, there's the connection bam. And he mentions to her that up until birth babies are the ultimate parasite. A little I, little bit of foreshadowing. Dude,
1: I I love that because I I, I, f- I believe that to be true even after they're born. They're just like the <laughs> ultimate fucking... I hate kids, we are so, childless, yeah. I believe. Are you childless? I am you completely childless and I will remain childless for the
0: rest of my life. Thank God, man. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so, Carrera, after meeting with Cheryl Rand... Calls Sean and says this. You're alone. Yes, doctor.
1: We have to decrease Cheryl Ryan's dosage.
0: But that will invalidate the results. I can't help that patients are overreacting. I suppose you're going to ask for further retesting.
1: We have no other choice.
0: We have to change our strategy, my girl. You ever since your boyfriend foamed at the mouth and it into Pebbles Court, we have to rethink our position. How was I supposed to know I could handle that dose? Well, don't you see that is the problem? The drug is still too unpredictable. Yeah, that was a long clip. I'm sorry, but it tells a lot. No, and it's uh, important, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he realizes that something's wrong with Cheryl's baby. Or if I guess there wasn't a baby at all, right? There's I guess it something was just this wrong. thing. Yeah, and uh... <laughs> it's so dude. That part is so fucked up. We're we're getting there. And Sean <laughs> wants to ship out these vitamins early, right? She realizes something's wrong, and she's like, "No, let's just get them out." Yeah, I have she like wants distributors money, like it's waiting all does, and about. all that. And Pud calls Carrera. And he tells them, like, hey, Crackers, we got to meet. (laughs) You know where to come. You know where to find me. Since it's been, like, 20
1: years or something like that. Right on the phone, he says, oh, it's been so long since we've talked or whatever. So he obviously hasn't heard from him in uh, quite a while. So he's shocked to get this phone call.
0: And we see Dr. Carrera pull out a photo, and it's the same photo in uh, Pud's house. Yep. Right? The two of them as young doctors. And Paul jump scare cheryl here and he looks extremely fucked up now like his face is starting to melt right he's got this goo coming out of his nose and mouth Mm -hmm. he looks extremely sick and this is where we see cheryl's baby start to act extremely odd and he calls for he she calls for dr carrera to come over and she's like is this like normal for uh what she say is it normal for you to drop your placenta two weeks before right yeah birth and you or get a shot
1: of this disgusting fucking placenta shooting out of her onto the floor and it's sitting there still fucking like almost breathing it looks like just pulsating on the straight
0: ground out of, straight out it's, of slime city this thing <laughs>
1: oh yeah and as she's calling the doctor the fucking thing disappears so she's like frantically searching all over the house for her fucking placenta. I thought it was like the funniest fucking scene in the movie. It was hilarious. It's it's like extremely disturbing. It's really disgusting. <laughs> it's it's so cool messed up. It's very dead yeah. alive. It's very that like Peter Jacksony kind of horror thing.
0: So Detective Phillips, he questions Doctor Carrera, and he's super suspicious about everything. Well, actually, no. We have to talk about what happens to Cheryl and Brian, right? So this thing in Cheryl is starting to move and grow. Her stomach is getting bigger, right? It's starting to inflate a bit. There's pulsating also. Yeah, she's obviously in a ton of pain. And she actually tries to stab her stomach with like a letter opener. But Brian Rand, her husband, comes home and he stops her from doing it. But as he stops her, this thing from before shoots out and goes right in his fucking mouth.
1: Yeah, right down his throat. He's like trying to fight it. Yeah. It's just like slithering down his throat. It's so gnarly.
0: What What the fuck is that movie where like the thing is... Tra- not Friday the 13th, you know, fucking Jason goes to hell. It, there's like another movie where the thing transfers like from person to person and through like the mouth and it's super disgusting looking every time it happens. Oh, there's like a couple Is I mean Night of the Creeps, isn't that kinda No 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 no. It's like an alien movie. It's more of an alien thing. Yeah. I don't know. Sucks. I'll have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's no, no, it's actually like fuck cool. It's like super gross. I gotta figure that one out. That that actually that movie might be something that we could do on here. Well, it's fucking,
1: yeah, it's fucking gnarly. Start digging in your VHS dungeon, dude. I'm sure you got it in. Yeah, there I gotta,
0: I gotta find it. So, Detective Phillips questions Dr. Carrera and he's super suspicious of him. And Dr. Carrera's kind of just trying to blow him off, right? Trying to just get out of there. Yeah, he knows no that deal. they're onto him. <laughs> well, he knows his, the jig is up. Yeah, he's, but he's they, out they take this zombie Brian Rands away to the police station right he's looking into space like staring out of the fucking cop yeah, car cuz like
1: they find Cheryl just blown the fuck open stomach wide open tentacles flailing and shit and they're convinced that Brian killed her. That, so that's why they're taking him away. They're like, all right, he obviously killed his wife in a fit of rage. So they uh, they take him down to the police station, like you're saying. But he, uh, he is very sick, and he does not look so hot.
0: So Carrera checks on Paul. And this is where we get that famous scene. Uh, Paul turns around, and his face is completely blown out, right? All the oh, skin yeah. around his mouth is peeling off. His eyes are, like, bugging out of his head. This is a fucking awesome effect. It reminds me. Did you see me. those behind... Well, go ahead. Did you see those behind-the-scene, like, stills from this? Oh, yeah, with like, effect? when they were doing the makeup for this Super this whole HD? Yeah. Oh, man, we'll post those. Those Beautiful. are sick pictures. This uh,
1: this whole scene, I don't know if you of you guys were old enough to go to, like, Rotten.com when you were younger, but there was, like, a picture of a guy who had a motorcycle accident, and his face was literally just, like... Wide open, and it looks just fucking like this. It, it's, yeah, it's so nuts. gross and gnarly. Teeth and shit. The it's Japanese,
0: cool. the Japanese VHS release uses this. The cover, yeah, their, uh, yeah, because sick the, because the Japanese use the best fucking
1: images for their VHS covers. Man, I, I love the Japanese artwork. It always, it always crushes. I
0: agree. I agree. So the nobles go to Vemuville i guess that's what we'll call it yeah, and they the start farm. eating this buffet yeah they start eating this buffet of like normal food but they say like no it's made with the right stuff like it, it's like uh positive deceit deception uh, you know yeah positive deception i can't i can't think i can't speak it's late <laughs> it's sunday we're, night we're getting through yeah it. we worked and we both got called into work yeah, it's Fucking <laughs> snow. Oh, that's what happens when you live in the Northeast. Yeah, baby. Deal with this fucking white shit. (laughs) So, um, Thompson Noble's nose starts leaking this, like, white goo. It looks like white fucking vanilla pudding. Yeah, that's a good way to put it.
1: It does look like vanilla pudding.
0: It's gross. Yeah, he, like, sneezes and, like, it comes out and then it, like, crawls back up the (laughs) fucking
1: It's no, the graphics are just so good, and the effects are just so well done. Even
0: those small things like the snot is just uh, so disgusting and well played. So the two kids are talking, and the sister says to the brother, like just being a fucking bratty sister, says, "I hope you break your neck because he's gonna go uh, rollerblading and sleep on the stars." I guess the kid's being
1: an asshole too. To be fair, he deserves to get to get told that you know he was being a little punk ass kid.
0: But this is where we get the roller, the eight-year-old. Nah, he's probably like 10, 10 or twelve. Doing nah, some, let's say, 12. pretty fucking advanced inline skating. I must say, this dude is ripping. Twelve-year-old kid the pipe. on like a twelve-foot <laughs> yeah, ramp, yeah, full
1: size for sure. Half pipe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tony Hawk shit, and <laughs> he's doing all this stuff, and he he stops for a second, he stalls up there, and he says this. Ladies and gentlemen, this one will be over the fucking top. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and does this trick. The splat. Yeah. Oh, such a good. He splat. falls on his face, breaks his neck, and pretty much shears like the whole side of his and face off on the ramp. Just starts oozing. Oh. My God! Over the <laughs>
1: fucking top! I just love dude how he says it. And they, I they, rewind they it show every time.
0: His, dude, they show his body laying there, and he looks fucked up. Just he looks mangled. like the new creep show creep. Yeah, have you seen like what it looks like? That's yeah, what he looks have, like. yeah, yeah.
1: definitely what it looks
0: like. <laughs> so, um, the detectives are at Paul's house, and they're inspecting his body, and they look in his hand, and what do they find? fucking ear
1: so weird, he, he and it, it came off of the detective or the doctor Carrera when they were uh, had their little scuffle there he ripped the ear off of the the doctor and it grew into his hand I, I love that effect
0: and they also find a vial. Uh, that has Dr. Carrera's name on it. I guess it was like a tranquilizer or something. Yep. Uh, he was trying to inject Paul with it when he came into the house. Trying to keep him quiet. But, but uh, It's another link to the crime, man. Yeah, so this is where we... I just want to add this in because I thought this was really funny. We see the workers at the Vemuville. Uh, facility and they're these huge roided out like Fuckin jacked up Australian huge, dudes. Huge dude. And but when they speak, it's so funny. The they do such voices. a good job. I've stored the nobles' urine samples. <laughs> um, That's a, a huge man. Asking for steroids. Those V twos, they're piss weak. How about some forte fours? <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait until your next
0: scheduled ration. And then more, more techno. Oh hell yeah! Beat right there, boy. (laughs) Oh man, I feel like I'm watching Blade (laughs) 2 Okay, I can't, I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy that too much. It's hilarious. So, Sean's looking at all this data from their current experiments on the nobles. And she calls Dr. Carrera and leaves a message on his machine. But it's Detective Phillips and Jono listening to his answering machine. She's busted. Gigs up. Very convenient. Very convenient time to be at his apartment. I would say. Yeah. So, one of the workers, Bo... And Sean's assistant um, I, I thought this was so funny They're like in bed together and he keeps like messing around with her and she's like go take a cold shower and like she goes to leave and he puts on some porn, uh, porn <laughs> and he goes to fucking look it's, we're, we caught up to it Yeah we're on the and same exact spot like,
1: too it's so funny Yeah
0: he's like going the jerk off and he starts growing a giant fucking dick and it starts Bang growing Petrugian. out of control.
1: Yeah, it's just getting bigger yeah, and yeah. bigger. And it just Eventually fucking ex- erupts.
0: Yeah. It explodes and you see like a splash of chop meat on the TV, right? With the porn playing in the <laughs> yeah, background. I
1: love that scene. And the cool thing is it's, like it's, in, immediately it cuts right after to Pud playing like a handheld like... You know, like a Game Boy or some shit. But it just says game on it. It's like the most yeah, generic yeah. fucking thing ever.
0: I love it. And every time he loses, he just throws it to the side. And he, <laughs> th- he opens up a new, a new one. New one, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Carrera goes to speak to Pud here. And we get a pretty good conversation. So, still into driving a Merc, are we? Crackin'.
1: And forget that your advanced herring is the result of my chemical breakthroughs,
0: Pud. At least I had the guts to experiment with the drugs on myself. <laughs> that is what partnerships are all about. So... How's it going, Quack? Done any good drugs like uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I want. That's fucking awesome, right? <laughs> I, I, I love the line. It's delivered so well. Basically what Pud uh, has is something that has to go with their vitamin to make people not explode, right? yeah it's it's the missing and
1: ingredient that that's causing these people to fucking melt
0: this? Well, when we parted company, I might sure I took a little... A lot of, a lot of exposition here. I knew you'd give your master plan a second shot. You see, without that little additive, the body cannot control its new powers. It might even, um, Explore <laughs> very fucking and he messy. loves it very fucking messy i also like when uh carrera's leaving and pud is just screaming at him this was a part i wanted to put in but i had no clue what the fuck he was saying yeah it's it's a lot of like uh you know
1: australian gibberish i guess you Yeah, say.
0: his arms are flailing like crazy it's fucking nuts yeah it's a wild but, scene uh, i liked it too After this, we see Thompson Noble start liquefying, right? He's fucking choking on his own, I don't even know, bodily fluids on the floor. Yep. And this is where we see another worker with Sean's assistant, and they're going to bang. And as they are, he starts reacting to this fucking vitamin. Yeah, he takes
1: like a huge dose right before they start yeah. to bang too. So he's like about to get, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get jacked up for this, but
0: it's it's a little too jacked, I guess you could say. He starts choking her, but when he starts <laughs> when he starts exploding, he's grabbing her harder and harder. And yeah. Crushes he just, her throat on accident. Destroys She's her. She's got blood coming out of her mouth and he starts opening up from the back. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's one way to climax,
1: I guess you could say.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, Sean's popping pills and she starts melting too now. <laughs> Everything's Everybody's coming undone. now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much a hey, show. Hey, what can you do?
0: What can you do? <laughs> so uh, Angelica finds Thompson on the floor and he looks like the mother from the beyond. <laughs> uh, Joe the plumber's wife, yeah. after the fucking acid falls on her, yep. And out. Eloise, the daughter, slaps Sean in the head, and her head eventually just kind of implodes on itself. That's a really cool scene. Yeah, you think it's gonna very fucking dead alive?
1: That just kind of like fucking deflates. It was really cool. I liked it. It,
0: it. Very dead alive. Yeah, very dead alive. for sure. Uh, so the cops come by helicopter for Carrera, and. Eloise and Angelica, they escape to this doctor's office and they say, you gotta come with us up to Venueville up there, and what does the doctor say? You've gotta come up to Vimmerville, something terrible's happened Vimmerville? What are you doing up at that old chemical dump? I haven't been there since
1: it was closed
0: oh. by the health commission That must be over
1: 20 years ago another piece of the Wow. Puzzle. So
0: they're doing some illegal shit up there. It's a fucking <laughs> chemical dump. And right after this, Angelica's tongue starts growing to an abnormal size, choking her to death <sighs> in Dude. the doctor's office I, in front of all these people waiting. I
1: love this scene so much. The tongue is so well done. It's over. It's t- another very dead alive scene. If I, it's it's campy it's gory but it's it's stupid it's i loved it it's fun
0: (sighs) so now carrera's caught by detective phillips and Jono, but he first of all is talking about this this fucking stuff that he has will turn you into something that you, you know you you can't even comprehend and he shoots himself in the hand and that's an awesome scene. He just, without flinching, shoots himself in the hand and keeps talking normal. Yep. And he puts the gun up to his fucking mouth, well, underneath his chin and blows his brains out. He won't be taken alive. Yep. And this is where we see Brian Rand now exploding in the police station, right? He's there, are, all the cops have him cornered in one of the rooms, and there's a cop hiding in the corner and he's just gushing fucking goo. Very street trash here. Yeah, and before, stuff flying on and, the wall and everything. And
1: before that important important point to make after the the whole, you know, the cops go in and they clean out the whole Vimeoville place. They basically think that they have cleared out all the vitamins from that place and that, you know, the threat from this is basically over. And that's when we get back to this police station and the fucking mayhem is breaking out with Brian just Vomiting and exploding green shit All over the place
0: Yeah it's And eventually he does mayhem. He does melt down and explode yep. And our, Willie our the coroner comes in And he has a fucking funny ass line When he sees the body I fucking him <laughs> the, his, he's wearing a tie-dye shirt that vaguely resembles the colors of the fucking goo coming out of this fucking guy <laughs> he's got my fucking oh shirt oh my on. god <laughs> yeah it's so funny uh so after this is cleaned up uh detective phillips and johnno stop at the gas station from before and there's a shot going down the aisle And what do we see on the shelf
1: Brand new Venueville product vitamins.
0: Vitamins yep. They're out And we get uh, some more Ending techno music Oh yeah <laughs> Shit's gonna go down
1: regardless
0: I love this dude Oh my god So uh What do you think man <laughs> I-, I love this movie
1: so <laughs> would much What Would you
0: like about it so my favorite scenes from this movie
1: is the tongue scene that we just talked about recently. I think that is such a cool effect. Uh, I, I could watch that over and over again. I love the the kid dying on the half pipe ramp just because the line delivery and the splatter sounds that are made there. Um, there's so much that I like about this movie and there really isn't much that I can say that I dislike about this movie this is going to be one of those occasions where I, I go out and I give a movie a five out of five because this is unlike anything you'll ever fucking see.
0: So I I agree. I love the effects in it. It's it's very street trash, but it's its own thing. Yeah. Like it it's not ripping it off. It just has the same sort of, uh, you know, melt movie type thing. And Body it's horror. done really well. Yeah. Yeah, body horror at its finest here. Osploitation body horror. <laughs> Osploitation, uh, yes. My, my favorite thing I would have to say is... Uh, maybe Brian's uh, like ending, where he's just all fucking melted, gooey-looking. He's all fucked up like, against the wall. Um, there's really not much that I didn't like in this. Uh, it, it moves quickly. It doesn't drag. It's just it's an awesome movie five out of five hell yeah i i really think you should try to track it down and watch it um it's on amazon so you can seriously watch it just go fucking watch it uh we both have two different vhs's vhs releases of this movie i have a screener that also has Hell uh, Caesar on it, so I don't have the back of the box. You bought it for Hell uh, Caesar. So, Let's be real. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Body Nelson is in the somewhere, <laughs> but uh, Grizz will be reading the back of the box this week.
1: All right, buckle up because uh, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> yeah. All right. To test an experimental miracle drug, a crazed doctor unleashes his fiendish potion on a peaceful, unsuspecting town. Results. The, res- uh, the residents are literally melting away. And
0: that's it. That's it? Sh- short and sweet. Oh, baby. well, it, I lucked it, out. It's perfect. I love it, man. I love Prism Release, right? That's right. 1994. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Go find this. This is great. This is a great movie. One of the best body melt movies of all time. Watch this back to back with like street trash. yeah yeah street trash have a a great night yeah
1: it's that's a perfect accompaniment for it honestly this is
0: like this is like the Australian street trash
1: I would like to watch this in the brood also I feel like it's two two good mind fucks that would go good together some cool body horror Cronenberg films and his would probably play well together I feel
0: so speaking of another body horror let's go to Jake and spin the wheel (laughs) But you see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well, no. Okay, so it's time to spin the wheel. We added a few things. We replaced a few things uh i think you're gonna like what we have on here a little bit of old a little bit of new but everything is pretty interesting right let's give her the old uh spin-a-roo. all right so let's spin the thing uh this giant wheel in my backyard let me get the pugs <laughs> on the wheel three two one legion of the dead
1: Satan's army walks
0: the earth I love the the tag there It's great Um, So this is probably One of the newer movies we're going to do 2001 Olaf Ittenbach What's he doing in more contemporary times? I don't know But we both just bought this because it was cheap And we're like oh Olaf And it's
1: yes, still on VHS So we're staying true to our form uh, like I said, this has got to be like shit. Two thousand two, so this has to be close to one of the last tapes that they were in production. I think two thousand four was the last year tapes were put out. So this is. Uh, and you said out this there.
0: was what? What is this? His from Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, this
1: is Olaf Eitenbach's like take on uh, from Dusk Till Dawn, which I, I love that movie so. And I love Olaf Weitenbach. I will probably really,
0: really enjoy this <laughs> I'm one. I'm really excited for this. I hope it's good. Yeah, it's a first time watch really for disappointed both of us. If it's
1: not, yeah, yeah. I, I like that so, we've never seen it. It's going to be a lot of fun to both get into it for the first time.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun to see things that you wouldn't normally watch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it wasn't for this podcast, we probably would have never watched this. No, I wouldn't. You have, know, the Burning Moon it. is a super well known one, but this one is not something that we would generally put on. <laughs> We but got maybe, lucky. Who we, knows? We maybe paid, we found a hidden
1: yeah, gem. We paid six bucks for it. Now it's going to be like fucking 30 next week. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Prices are going up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave our <itin'> box alone. <laughs> okay, so let me hit the trailer and we'll talk about it a little bit more because I haven't even seen the trailer of this yet. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm excited to see what it's all about. Welcome to the Legion.
1: All I want is some peace. Now that he has destroyed all of my people, we are the only ones to remain. It's her! Who is the devil? And now he has come to claim me and seal his final victory.
0: That looks like prime Olaf to me, man. That looks very From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, and
1: it looks so <laughs> polished. It's so weird to see uh, to see a movie that's uh, this well done. We've It's been a long
0: time since we've watched something with probably the budget that this had. Well, no, I would say Body Melt. No, this only had a $500,000 budget. Come on, really? Legion of the Dead. Legion of I the guess, Dead? I think so. There's no way that this was like a big budget movie. Oh, dude, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: We'll know next know, week. Man. We'll get into it. We'll find out. We'll see
0: if it actually uh, lives up to the February, Olaf height. February 2001 release date. Damn. <laughs> that's That seems like forever ago. I was What's punk. Olaf doing now? We'll find out for you. Uh, so, Grizz. Well, also, Legion of the Dead. This is like a vampire
1: movie, right? Yeah, this is kind of, I guess it would be a vampire movie, which would kind of take us into
0: next month, which we have some special plans for everybody. Yeah, we will be doing a February vampire month for you. We have never really been into vampire movies too much. I mean, like maybe the classics like Salem's Lot, things like that. But we're going to bring you some that you've probably never heard of before. Yeah, and that you're going to want to
1: hear of after we get into them, because these are over the fucking top vampire movies.
0: Yeah, we're going to suspend the wheel for a month and we're going to curate a uh, list of... uh, fucking awesome, low-budget vampire films yeah, for you. you're gonna
1: get four vampire movies. Uh, me and Mike will probably end up doing an extra one for a commentary next month also. We have a pretty big selection now of vampire movies that are all yeah, we've been building them up—gory, shot on video, over the top <laughs> shit. So, uh, chances are, too, we've been talking about maybe trying to get our hands on a uh, an extra copy of something that's a little crazy. Hopefully, we can uh, maybe do a giveaway for everybody for showing us some support. Uh, we really appreciate everybody, you know, hitting up our our our. Uh badtastevideo.com, showing us some love on iTunes, any other platform you're listening to your podcast on. Give us a rating. Give us a shout-out. We, we really appreciate it. So we're going to hopefully try to to give back to you guys a little bit next month.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it count. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, this isn't gonna be uh, one of
1: those. Hey, here's a bunch
0: of fucking goodwill tapes
1: giveaways that you see everybody following. Uh, that shit drives me nuts. We're gonna give away something that you guys are gonna actually want to put on your shelf.
0: Yeah, we're gonna give away something legit. So. Grizz, what did you pick up this week? Did you get anything? Uh, we have been
1: busy. I I, I, <laughs> I don't want to give away too much, but a, a very new uh, friend of mine who is very, very kind, sir, who we covered one of his movies recently, has uh, bestowed upon me A bunch of his movies, which I am very excited about. Uh, Me and you just scored some cool shit recently before we actually started the show tonight. But we're not going to give any spoilers. It's been a good weekend, but we we've been doing work this uh, weekend. So yeah, it's been a very good week. (laughs) I uh, I didn't watch too much this week. I did end up throwing in Shock Mud the other night when I was hanging out that's a fucking weird monkey movie animal, lots of gore it was kind of cool because they used real monkeys in it and shit so I kind of thought that was fun but uh, other than that I've just been busy as shit so I haven't had a chance to really dive into too much movie wise besides body melt a few times to get ready for this
0: yeah I mean I think I watched body melt like five times yeah. <laughs> worth it, uh, this week, it's a good watch what did I watch? oh I agree I watched The Burning Moon again this week Smart. That was uh, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what else did I watch? I don't know. I watched a whole bunch of stuff, but I just can't remember. I try to watch a movie every night, at least one. That's why I always try to. My pile of things to watch is getting smaller it's, it's, and smaller. It's, we're, it's, it's we're, nice we're, to keep up. We keep on stocking
1: that. it, though. We keep we keep giving you new things to watch. So.
0: Well, that's the problem, too, that like I'll buy the same movie on a, like a different release. And it's like, well, guess I got to watch it again now. See What's the, it's the difference? difference? Yeah, <laughs> you got to know. Yeah. There's always those things. Like, Oh, there's one little second of uh, missed dialogue here. Oh, fuck.
1: Oh, so, Uh, uh, also, Uh, I wanted to uh, clear up some confusion last week for all the listeners that listened to the Creep episode. We were kind of like, holy shit, we have two different copies the whole entire time, and we were trying to figure out that whole mystery of it. Uh, Tim let me know that basically the copy that Mike has is the 1999 extended footage release uh the x-rated release has very graphic porno shots in it that i guess like a porno studio did and added into the movie not tim himself uh but so they were basically just putting those they had a bunch of the uh the old boxes so that's why you have the same box but it is the extended 1999 cut with the the 30 minute bonus footage so i am uh, if you
0: have the jvc tape you have the thirty minute extra. Yeah,
1: there you go. You know that's a way, really a good way to know. Just
0: check, yeah, check your tape because and the sticker's Tim the same. He says he's. Oh yeah, the sticker is the same. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, everything. It's just it. the actual tape stock is different. Right. Um. Now Tim is gonna try to get us a DVD of. The, the legitimate triple x release right yeah i'm hoping that we can fucking track that down i just sent him up again
1: tonight about it i was like so do you know of its existence where can we find it what do we got to do to get our hands on it our, I our new see. best friend i want to see he's dude he's such a nice guy i i hi um, eight i can't thank death, him enough
0: right check out his stuff
1: yeah same I with uh it. you know it. joel winecoop too he, he was very kind and gracious to us about our last episode it was uh you know, gave us a bunch of. He he, he messaged me personally and, and was uh, super cool about it and, and thanked us for doing love it. Love that.
0: So, you know how good that makes yeah, us feel. It, we appreciate the feedback, <laughs> too, especially if <for laughs> we people don't make that money off about. this.
1: No, this this is just our time. So it's it's cool to have yeah. that. You know. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. We're
0: going to be doing. We're going to be doing way more of those movies yeah. of those from those guys. Maybe a little. We got. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, but
1: we got. We got stuff in store so, with those two. So.
0: So where could they find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. How about you, Mike? You could find me at bad taste video on Instagram where I post everything podcast related. And actually so does Grizz, but you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Trying to get some, drive some traffic there. It'll help us out on the Google search results that we're finally coming up. Uh, we're finally coming up in Google. Man. Yeah, even That's if it, you made it.
1: Even if you use iTunes, go to the website first and click on the iTunes link every time you go because that little step fucking generates so much positive feedback for us. So we appreciate that.
0: And just, you know, give us five stars, subscribe. We're very consistent. We'll give you an episode or two every week, actually. Yeah. We're very good at putting out content. Right. Uh it's yeah we just put out another commentary on killer from 1989 a very interesting serial killer sort of supernatural film yeah i had a uh, lot of fun doing the commentary
1: so i look forward to doing that more in the future uh that, that was a really great episode for me so
0: let us know what you think uh you know if you have something that you want us to watch for a commentary we're willing to do it Uh, if it's streaming somewhere we don't necessarily have to have that on tape we've come to the conclusion that it's a little bit easier to do things that we both can watch at the same time that way but uh yeah you know hit us up let us know we want to hear we want to hear from you I guess that's it. I feel like we've this is a long ass episode. No, it was important. It was body melt, dude. Yeah, uh... yeah, body melt's fucking sick. (laughs) All right, so next week we will see you with Legion of the Dead.